song Rosé by the band Holy Holy. They met by chance in Thailand at the age of 18 and struck up an immediate friendship and creative part- partnership and now we can hear the results of that. It's Timothy Carroll and Oscar Dawson who make up Holy Holy are with us now. Welcome to you both. Yes, thanks so much for having us. Hi that's, Cassie. That's a knockout. That's a fantastic song. Thank you. Yeah, it actually is a bit of an outlier on the record. The rest of the record sounds absolutely <laughs> nothing like that. But but it's a it's a pretty song and we like it. Rosé, hey, so you uh, sort of try to tap into that great Australian tradition of songs about wine, you know, like I'm thinking about Cheap Wine and Chisel and Tim Minchin and his uh, White Wine in the Sun. Yeah, the, I mean, it's funny you should say that because there's a one little chord moment. There's a bit that goes like F to F minor like this. 
which is um I kind of got that chord move from Tim Rogers from one of oh. his um his sort of drinking songs. <laughs> <laughs> there are actually a lot of them, aren't there? Yes. Yeah. Oh, look, I've got to ask you. There's this legend about how you met. I said it was in Thailand, but I could be more precise and say it was in a Maccas in Thailand. Is that true? It's true. It is true, I'm afraid. I mean, well, I'm not afraid, actually. It's it's just what happened. Um, But, uh, yeah, this was a while ago. We were sort of backpacking and this was, um, we were really almost like barely more than kids in a way. Um, But this was at a time when we couldn't just like message each other easily or anything like that. So we had to to define a clear place to meet. So this is pre-socials is what you're saying. You're putting an age on yourself there. I I am. And uh, (laughs) yes, it's pre-socials. Yes. (laughs) Post-Tristont era. (laughs) So we we had to organise to meet somewhere for the the very first time in our lives. um, And we chose this McDonald's in this town in, in Thailand. And we both walked in and we were both carrying nylon acoustic guitars with no cases. And it was kind of like we locked eyes and were like, who are you kind of thing. (laughs) Shazam. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. great. And so you've had this collaboration over years now, but I mean, you don't live in the same even state. One of you lives in Tasmania. I think that's you, Timothy Carroll. That's right. And I think... Um, Oscar Dawson, you have the delight of living on the Mornington Peninsula in Victoria. Is that true? That's correct. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That... It's it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm envious. How do you how do you work? It, it's it's you'd be surprised how easy it is to get things done. I sometimes think if we both lived in a, the same town together, we we probably wouldn't see each other any more than we do. The, the and and I, I was saying when the COVID pandemic hit, we were almost like really well prepared in a sense because we got so used to working remotely from one another over the years and um, at no point have we resided in the same town or even state Mm. Um, but we got good at just sort of you Mm. know speaking on the phone um, obviously using Dropbox folders for for music sharing etc but then when we get together in person we make a lot of it. Yes. Perhaps more than we otherwise would. Yeah, maybe it takes away a bit of the white noise of, you know, being there in person. You're really finally tuned in. There's actually a, a number of bands and musical outfits that have done this over the years. I'm thinking Dead Can Dance uh, being one and um, more recently the Postal Service. Oh, you, you, uh, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's because that's the name of that band, the Postal Service, is because they were posting each other... Oh. <laughs> Um, versions right. of songs. I mean, I don't know if they actually use the regular post or mm. if they were using like email or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, right. Okay. So it's a thing now and it's a way of, of maintaining creative connections across time and space. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what, that's what so, so much of what we do is that now, and even making this record that we've just released, I mean, we, um, there's a lot of collaborations on this record and sometimes Tim's down in Tasmania recording parts in his little room or recording with, um, you know, people in Tasmania, a band called Sumner out of Tasmania. We did a collaboration with Tim, was tracking that with them. Then they can send the files over my way. It's kind of amazing when you actually kind of, you know, utilize all the technology that we've got. It sort of can actually be a good thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it sure sounds like that. Well, well, speaking of your collaborations in Tasmania, Tim, you, you are part of this Panama Festival. Describe that. I mean, it turns out that, you know, it's the place to go if you want a festival Tasmania. Yeah, well, um, both Oscar and I, when we started the band, we both um, also started like side hustles um, in order to fund a band, the habit that is a band. Um, And so I started a, a tiny little festival um, down in, in the northeast corner of Tassie with, with some dear friends. Um, 
and that's called Panama. It's the, the forest there is called the Panama Forest. And so, yeah, we've been running a, a very small festival there for the last 10 years and have had a whole heap of incredible Australian artists and international artists come through and perform for a very lucky group of people who are able to get tickets. Oh, okay. So it's, it's contained audience. Yeah, really, that's kind of really small capacity. We kind of want the event to be like sustainable in the sense of like us being able to do it and the site being able to hold it and, and even like the local community to kind of feel like it's not too much of like an impost. So we only do 1,500 tickets. So There's about 2,000 people for, for three nights. Wow. Mm. Okay. So small is beautiful in, in the world of the Panama Festival. It sounds like one to get in line for um, if you haven't already been. Um, we're talking here with Holy Holy. They've got a new album and we just heard a song for it. We're going to hear another one, which I'm very excited about. But tell me about your little sort of run-in with a guy called, well, he's from, was from Oasis, Liam Gallagher. What happened there? Because this is also something that's often uh, comes up with associated with your name. Well, we um, a little while ago, when when we were putting out our first album some time ago, uh, it turned out that um, th- through a through a connection, he had heard the record and liked it apparently, and so we were we were like, oh, I mean, great, because I mean, Oasis, are, you know, one of my favorite bands from that era. Um, always loved those songs. So anyway, that was a bit scary to even hear that. Um, but then we went and played over in London and we played a show, we were touring and, um, our manager, she kind of, I th- what happened? We were backstage and we, so, you know, backstage, you're nervous, right? We, we're kind of just trying to get in the right headspace. And then Jess, our manager comes down and she kind of says, guys, Liam's here at the show. And which is actually not what you want to hear at that <laughs> no. point in time. You know? yeah, it was funny because usually I have a, I have an, we, she and I have an understanding, which is like if someone is in the crowd, like even, even like media or label people or anything, we have a, you have a shared understanding that is not mentioned so that when you're on stage, you can just kind of forget about it. But I think just the fact that Liam was there was too exciting. So we were ju- <laughs> literally just about to walk on stage and she's like, Liam's in the crowd. And I did spend the whole gig sort of inside my own brain. Cause I remember when my sister got, you know, got, um, you know, the Oasis CD and, you know, we rinsed that CD and I knew, knew it all. So to, to have that person who yeah. sung those songs in the audience listening to us sing our songs was just a complete, like, um, my, mind blown moment. Yeah. And he was there and you know how he wears that Parker. He's always there in the park. He's kind of <laughs> watching the show in the shadows. And then we come, we, we met him afterwards, just our manager again. She's like, yeah, come meet Liam. And, you know, we met Liam. He's like, yeah, I like that. It was great. I like, got this accent and this way of saying things, you know. It was good, quite, show, good, good show. Good show. Yep, like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. Thrilling. Very He's thrilling. He's an Well, I'm, no, that was a shocking accent, actually. <laughs> no, it but, was like, quite good. But, like. Should have been some more swearing in there, I think, though. Oh, you know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. yeah. And, but, then, but it's that thing where I was like, oh, you know, um, we, we were talking about this earlier. I, I was saying, like don't meet your heroes because, you know, they might let you down. He, he didn't let us down, but I feel like I let the conversation down. I just didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know? Yeah, you went on your A game. Yeah. That's easy. But I, th- I feel for you, Manager Jess, I mean, she could have gone through the thought exercise of not telling you and then at some point during the gig you look out and you think, True. my God. There's True. Like, <laughs> good point. I mean, shout out to Jess. She's a legend. We love her. <laughs> really good. Now, I just also, before we hear more music, you do this thing. This is the new album of yours. Um, it, it's, you're having listening parties mm. for it. Now, I love this idea, but if I was to be lucky enough to be invited, what would happen? It's, 
It's um, it's actually been really fun. We we have sort of come up with this series of things that we do with these listening parties and like last week we weren't quite sure what it was going to look like and we definitely weren't sure if it was going to work um but now we've started doing it and it's actually been really beautiful and fun but we're in these small venues um just the two of us with an acoustic guitar and an electric guitar um we're playing a few songs stripped back in in a similar format to what we're doing here today ah i get it because you know what i was picturing picturing I was picturing everyone sitting around listening to the album. Well, we do that as well. Oh, you do that as well? Yeah, we will play right. songs off the record, yeah. but not the whole thing. So we do we do a couple of songs. No, I meant like playing the album and you guys going, what do you think? What do you think? We do do that. Yeah. You yes. do that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Okay. We play some. That's really brave. We play some songs as a duo and then we talk a bit about the making of the record and how various collaborators um, came into the into the picture and then... We playing a few songs over the record, and what else are we doing? And and t- taking some questions from the audience, and telling telling a few stories, mm-hmm. and a bit of background, and it's been really lovely actually. And I think people people have been loving to hear some of the kind of background to this to, to yeah. the album and some different stories and stories about our collaborators. There's a lot of collaborators on this album. We've got a lot of guest vocalists and so on. So yeah, yeah it's been nice telling those stories. Gosh, it sounds like you're taking this really boutique approach to making music, not this, the way that we're used to it being pumped out and mass production and trying to get the biggest audience immediately. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like there's this opportunity then for the, all those people that are in the room and, and they hear this, the, there's some background story about like where we were, what studio or how we stumbled on this sound or what the meaning of this particular lyric is. And then forevermore, every time they hear the song, every time they play the record, you know, they've got that, those stories kicking around in the background of, and so it sort of enriches their experience, but it's been nice for us too, because sometimes album release week can be a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, we're just on the road playing these little venues, hanging out, talking about the record and, you know, it's, it's been exciting. Mm. Yeah. I guess that's, that's a really delightful thing to be doing. Um, now the album is called Cellophane. Why Cellophane? Um, it's a, so there's a song on the record called Cellophane. So it's the title track. Um, that's a song about, you know, oftentimes you, a song will have a theme or some emotional kind of core and cellophane is a song about saying goodbye, which is such a huge, strong human, you know, experience and there's all, all different, you know, versions of what that can be. Um, my wife is from Sweden and so she came out to Australia for a two-week holiday um, and, and then we met and fell in love and, and she kind of never went back. And so there's a whole kind of life for her that she left behind. And when we go over there, you know, we are, we are warmly embraced by her family and her whole community. And it's this real, like, coming, welcoming back home. But then as our departure date starts to creep up, and especially we've, we've got kids, so the grandkids, and there's just this sadness that sort of creeps into things. And, um, and so cellophane is a song about that. And it's to do also with the, like the color of the light in Stockholm in summer and the way that it kind of washes across the sort of terracotta buildings. And so all, all, all my memories of that last couple of days are kind of like this orange kind of sepia kind of memory of goodbye. And so that's what the song's about. And also we kind of just feel like it was a beautiful word, cellophane. Oh, it, look, you already had me thinking about rosé in a completely new way. It's not red, it's not white. And now I'm thinking about cellophane in a kind of sentimental way. Mm-hmm. Let's hear a song. Um, I think you're going to play for us something called Ready. Take it away. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, I'm in the car and my hair's still wet Man, my day was rough and I wanna get laid out Oh, damn, tell me about it, it was never ending Wanna hear about it, you know I'm just leaving now Text me when you get there, we can meet inside Hope you wanna dance, cause I need you there tonight Control this dream. 